You're listening to the Make Life Epic Podcast with Jim Simcoe. Thanks for being here today. Let's get rolling with the show. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Make Life Epic Podcast. I'm Jim Simcoe. Thanks for checking in and checking out the show. I hope your new year is off to a great start. I am sitting in my office. It is absolutely freezing in here for San Diego, which means that it's it's got to be like, I don't know, 60 degrees or something like that. But anyway, so I put together a list of things that unconventional ways to make your 2016 epic and how do you make your life epic. And again, uh, from a definition of an epic life, you think about things like having more freedom, more love, more sex, better health, wealth, fulfillment, all that stuff. And uh, as you probably know, if you've listened to this podcast before, I don't talk about money that often on the podcast uh, because I'm not an expert and there are way better people than me to listen to on that, on that topic. So I try to stay in the other areas, the other areas that I think are actually, frankly, more important than money. So, uh, so let's get into it. So these are unconventional ways to make 2016 epic. I know a lot of other people put out uh, information beginning of the year saying, talk about New Year's resolutions and here's things to do in the new year. And so I, I try to come up with some unconventional ways that work for me and people I know to, to help you make 2016 just awesome. And first of all, it's an even number year, so it's going to be awesome anyway. Even number years are always better than odd number years in my experience. So anyway, so the very first thing is to treat every morning like you just found a 20 in your jeans. So you know that feeling when you put on a pair of jeans, put your hand in your pocket, and you're like, what's that? And you like, you pull it out, it's a $20 bill. You're like pleasantly surprised. And you're like, wow, this is... You get so excited over $20, right? So treat every morning like that. Wake up every morning with just this sense of wonder and amazement and just joy as much as you can. So think of it as every morning I find a 20 in my jeans. How awesome is that? Another thing to do is spend more time. Here's the other things. I'm going to do these rapid fire. So if you want more clarification on any of these, um, I'll put them in the show notes. And then if you've got questions or things you want to add to them, please email me at jim at epic all day. Jim at epicallday.com or put it in the comments on the blog and I will definitely add to it. I love getting your comments. I love getting your ideas on the podcast. Keep going. But for the sake of brevity, I'm going to blow through this list. So another thing to do is spend way more time with your dog, your dogs, or get a dog. So we've got two dogs. We also have two cats. We also have a cricket. And I would say that by spending time with your dog, or when I spend time with my dogs, just really adds to my life, right? Because your dogs just look at you with a sense of wonder and they just love you to death. They jump all over you when you come home and just it's just a good thing to have a pet. And I think there are some people in the world who would say cats are the same way and I've got two cats and uh, yeah, cats are okay, but I think that there's nothing better than a dog. So if you don't have a dog, get a dog. If you want to make 2016 even more epic, Spend more time with your dog or with your dogs. Another thing to do is to expect zero from anybody. So don't expect anything from anybody. Expect that people are going to fail you left and right the entire year. Now, that might sound like a negative thing to say, but really it's not. Because anytime someone actually shows up and does something, shows up on time, does you a favor, is kind to you or whatever, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So when you go through life expecting very little from anybody else, you're, you'll be pleasantly surprised on a daily basis. Think of the converse of that. If you expect a lot out of people all the time, then you're probably going to be disappointed most of your day. So my thing is like, hey, just don't expect that much from anybody and you'll always be, always be pleasantly surprised. Now going to the shallower end of the pool, and I've talked about this before, but one way you can make this year epic 
is to order Dollar Shave Club razors. Now, whether you're a guy or a woman, these razors are freaking awesome. I love them. They come in the mail every month. They cost me six bucks every month. It's a nice handle. They're, it's a better shave than Mach 3s or Mach 4s or anything I've ever used before. So I don't spend 30 to $40 on razors anymore. I don't have to go shopping for them um, right before I'm about to get in a shower because I forgot to buy razors. They show up at my door. They come with like a little funny thing in the mail. And the, and the commercial about them is awesome. So Dollar Shave Club razors, you will not be let down. You will save money and you will save time and you'll get a good shave. So Dollar Shave Club razors. I'm not even getting paid for this endorsement. And I don't know why, because quite honestly, I've recommended Dollar Shave Club razors to so many people because I love them so much. I need to call them at some point and be like, hey, man, you guys have great razors. And I tell people about them all the time. So you should hook me up. Um, Another thing you do is to read a book a week. I really think that one of the best things you can do is read a book a week. Uh, a couple of books that I've read recently, I read Financial Lives of Poets, which is just a really fantastic book, really funny and heartwarming. I read Daily Rituals, which is all about all these different creative artists, musicians, and writers, what their daily rituals were. Like uh, Thomas Wolfe used to write, he's a very tall guy, so he used to write standing up on top of his refrigerator half nude. Um, I can't remember who it was, if it was Pascal or somebody else in the 1700s used to, he could only write if he took like uh, a handful of barbiturates, had five coffees and drank a bottle of scotch. So they, if nothing else, if you think you're weird in your life, even remotely by some of the rituals that you do, read daily rituals and you'll be like, oh my God, I'm so normal compared to these people. It's awesome. So that is a great book. Another good book, and I'll put these in the show notes, is Lottery. A Lottery is a great book about a uh, mentally retarded man who um, gets uh, uh, shunned by his parents, uh, ends up becoming friends with somebody else, and ends up winning the lottery. And then all the funny things that happen in between and after that. It's just awesome. The heartwarming book. If you don't cry at some point, if your eyes don't get a little misty during that book, then I, I would say that you don't have a soul or that you don't have a heart. So I would read that book. It is awesome. They're all pretty inspiring books. So read a book, a, read a book a week. Another thing to do is to use a spark planner, spark planner. So I just got this planner. Um, as any, as many of you know, I'm kind of a pen notebook and journal guy. I love that stuff. I geek out hardcore on it. I could go to Staples and spend half an hour deciding on which specific pen to use. Um, if you get me in a journal store or in a place where they have journals, I could be in there for three hours without even realizing it. So Spark Planner is awesome because it breaks things down by goals, by yearly goals, um, weekly goals. It's just really cool. It's got a, cool, a bunch of cool little sections in it uh, where you list your things for the week, put your schedule in there, and you talk about your your you know kind of your bigger ideas for the year. They also do this thing where you have a thirty day challenge where you do something for thirty days which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, one of the 30-day challenges that I did, um, where you basically write down what the challenge is going to be, and then there's a spot where you mark off every day. And you can mark off, as you mark off every day, you kind of see your chain of, of completions on there, so you don't want to miss a day. Spark Planner, I love them. You can find them on Kickstarter, but I'll put a link in the show notes as well. Another thing to do is, like I just talked about, is to do a 30-day challenge. I did a 30-day challenge. My last challenge was to do a 30-day awesome person challenge on Facebook. So what I did was every single day I posted something on Facebook about somebody who was awesome in my life 
and why I thought that was all, why I thought they were awesome. So I originally just thought about it. And I was like, okay, this would be like a fun thing to do. And it got to be really, really, really cool. Like it was, it was really cool. And I would do like, you know, friends and family members and, but I did, you know, uh, other random people that I haven't seen in 20 years. I, I talked about a girl from high school who motivated me when I was in high school. I talked about, you know, uh, uh, a homeless family on the street that was trying to end, make ends meet. I talked about uh, a guy I see around town at the coffee shop who's always super positive and always brightens my day when I see him. You know, just a bunch of different things. So do a 30-day awesome person challenge. So think of every day you're going to commit to either contacting somebody or um, posting about them on Facebook or on social media about wh- who they are and why they think they're awesome. You'd be surprised at the comments you get too. It's really, really nice to get feedbacks and con- feedbacks feedback and comments from people about certain things I said about certain people. So I really dug that. Another thing to do to make life epic in 2016, and we're just blowing through these. I'm just going to go really fast is to play in a co-ed softball league. So no matter where you are, unless you are in the depths of Alaska, there's probably a co-ed softball league in your town or in your city. We play in one. I play in one with some friends it's a blast. The cool thing is, is that softball, you don't, you really don't need much athletic ability at all to play softball. Like if you can stand there and keep a glove on your hand, you're, you're halfway, uh, halfway to success just in that fact alone. So, and it's really cool because it forces you once a week to get out, run around a little bit, hang out with friends. We usually have a couple beers in the parking lot afterwards. I'm not saying you have to do that. But it's just really cool. It's one way to get social that has nothing to do with work and really doesn't have um, a ton to do with anything else. It's just a fun thing to do. So play in a, in a co-ed softball league. That will help make your life epic. And again, these are all ideas. Here's another really important one. Okay, so you ready? To make life epic in 2016, hope you're listening here, is to wear a Hawaiian shirt at least once a month. Why? Why not? Hawaiian shirts are awesome. You should wear more of them. If I could wear a Hawaiian shirt every single day, I would. I would wear it all the time. I love Hawaiian shirts. I think you should try them out. Um, You'll love them too. And if you really want to get authentic with your Hawaiian shirts, get the ones that are a little bit more uh, silky or made out of rayon um, with wooden buttons. So that's when you know you have an authentic Hawaiian shirt is if the buttons are made out of wood. If they're made out of plastic and if it's like just a cotton shirt, well, you know it's not true Hawaiian shirt. But anyway, wear a Hawaiian shirt. It, it, it forces you to embrace the world when you wear a mind shirt. Okay. When you're at work, here's the next one. Here's, I have about three on here on this big list that have anything to do with the work. And, and they're really kind of like the big rocks, the big things you need to do. <clears throat> the key at work, three things. To improve your career, catapult your career, whether you're just starting your career, in the middle of it, you run your own business, doesn't matter. First thing is to, Always do what you say. Okay, that one seems super simple and stupid, but you'd be amazed how many people don't do that. If you're gonna say, if you say you're gonna be somewhere at nine, be there at nine. If you say you get the the report's gonna be in by Thursday, get the report in by Thursday. Always do what you say because ninety percent of the people in the workplace don't do that, and and most of us are okay with like people who like. So if someone says they're gonna be here at nine, but they get here at you know five past nine, we're all just like you know whatever, it's fine. Or if they say they can have it reported by Thursday, but they don't get it until Friday morning, we're like, oh, okay, whatever, that's fine. Don't be that person. Do what you say you're going to do, okay? 
The other thing is to always focus on providing value. Always focus on providing value. Whether you are a receptionist, or whether you are a CEO, or whether you are a janitor or a bricklayer, a musician, whatever it is, think of providing value first in your job. That is the most important thing you could do in any on any daily basis in any job that you have. Always be providing value. Because the more value you provide, the more valuable you become. That is the key to work. Those two things is do what you say and focus on providing always. The other thing to do, which is a corollary, but this is the third thing, and I've talked about this before, is to shoot for success, not perfection. So if you're an entrepreneur and you bring in a product to market, get it on the market. Get it as good as you can get it. Get a minimum viable product that we talk about in Lean Startup and get it in the market. Get it on the market. Get it into the market as fast as possible. Okay? We should always in our lives be going for success, not perfection. I constantly have batted up against this rule my entire life until about 10 years ago. And then I just kind of just said, fuck it. Like, why am I doing this? Like, let's go for success, not perfection. Actually, I actually learned that from an old mentor of mine, Alan Weiss. Um, and it has really changed my life is to go for success, not perfection. So those are my career. The three things to make your career awesome is to do what you say, focus on providing value and shoot for success, not perfection. And you're welcome. I just saved you the hassle of reading 100 business books this year. You're welcome. You're welcome. If you want to send me $100 in the mail, totally fine. Okay, next thing. Do more one-day adventures. So take a quick trip, day trip, once a month. Go somewhere within a couple hours. Um, go with friends. Go with family. Sometimes go by yourself. See what, you know, see what happens when you go by yourself, okay? The key here is the journey, right? It's not all about getting to the place. It's about the journey. Too often I see people, myself included, where we kind of get in our own little ruts where like on the weekend we sort of do the same thing. During the week we sort of do the same thing. In the weeks and the days just kind of blend together. The months blend together and before you know it, you're 80 years old. So let's break it up a little bit. Let's take some one-day adventures, okay? It doesn't have to be expensive. I live in North County, San Diego, uh, you know, Southern California. So from here I can get to Santa Barbara. I can get to Los Angeles. I can get to... Uh, Palm Desert, I can get to Julian, I can get to Idlewild, all within a couple hours. Okay, so wherever you are, you know, look on a map, draw a radius, draw a circle around two hours away, and take some one day trips. Take them with your kids. If you have more than one kid, take one kid one weekend, you know, take the other kid uh, the following month, but do more one day adventures and make our lives much better. Another way to make 2016 epic is to eat more fish tacos. I'm a firm believer in fish tacos, in the medicinal benefits of fish tacos. I think fish tacos are just one of the greatest foods on the planet. So if you live by the coast, if you're anywhere near the coast, fish tacos. Best fish tacos in San Diego are at Taco Surf or Wahoo's Fish Tacos. Now, I think Wahoo's is actually um, spread to other parts of the country. So if you have a Wahoo's near you, I'd go get some fish tacos. Um for my money, there isn't a better food than fish tacos. You can eat them on the run. You can eat them at the beach. You can eat them in your car. You can eat them on the way to the opera. You can eat them on the way to your kids' play. You can eat them on the way to CrossFit. Um, you can eat them on the way to a meditation treat. These are all different places that I've eaten fish tacos, and I love fish tacos, so I highly recommend whatever you do, increase your intake of fish tacos in 2016. You'll be happy you did. All right, next one. Swear more. Swear like a drunken sailor coming back 
from a six month cruise. Swear, 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 swear. I cannot say it enough. There are actual benefits to swearing. People who swear are actually, and I'm going to put a link to this because no one's going to believe me. People who swear are happier. They're less stressed. And they're just more awesome. So swear more. I think there's huge benefits to swearing. I'm going to put a little link to a study about swearing and a link to a post I wrote about swearing. So I won't say any more about that. But in 2016, make it your effort to swear more. And for those of you who have kids, what you do is just don't swear on your kids. Swear at work. Swear when you're, you know, running or when you're by yourself in the car. I swear all the time. And I would say that I'm a relatively high vibe person. Try to be. But I swear, I swear all the time. So swear more. Enough about that. Okay. Another thing to do in 2016 from a mentality standpoint is to be flexible on about 99% of everything, but really stand your ground on that last 1%. So someone says, hey, where do you want to go to dinner? Eh, no, whatever. Whatever you want. I'm flexible. Uh, I need you to work late tomorrow. Okay. No problem. I'm flexible on that. Uh, miss, uh, I'm going to need you to miss your daughter's school play for this thing at work. Nope. Not even in the realm of possibility. That is in the 1% that I'm not flexible. So I think it's really key as human beings that we coexist with our fellow human beings and that we are flexible and we are open-minded and we listen to other people. We do all that. That all being said, there's 1% in there that you just shouldn't be flexible at all. And the things that I'm not flexible are, Uh, The things that I'm not flexible on at all are things to do with my family. Uh, I don't miss school plays. I don't miss family stuff with my kids for work ever. Um, Dates with my wife. I don't miss those. Uh, New England Patriots football. I am not flexible on that at all. You can speak to me all day long about the Chargers or the Giants or the Green Bay or whoever. I, you're just never going to change my opinion. I love the Patriots and I will stand by them. They are in my 1%. Playing football, it's in my 1%. Helping people is in my 1%. Um, happiness over money is in my 1%. So think about what is in your 1% and really stand to it. Be, fle- be flexible on anything else. I, you know, Anyone who knows me, I'm a pretty flexible dude. Someone wants to go to lunch, I'm like, yeah, we'll go wherever. Um, but in that 1%, I'm just not flexible at all and I don't think you should be either. So that's it. Okay, moving on. The next thing to do in 2016 is to find and identify your different tribes and make some new friends. So here's what I mean by this. So I'm a 45-year-old guy. My birthday's coming up. Um, And I would say that in the last year, one of the cool things about 2015, and if you know anything about me, I've talked about this a thousand times, is that I started doing CrossFit and I started making more friends at CrossFit. And these are people that I probably would have never met before. We'd run in different circles and, you know, live in different parts of the town or whatever. But I, I love everybody there. Like I love walking in there and seeing all the different people and catching up with them briefly while we're working out. And then, you know, we leave and, you know, and, and, you know I know I'm going to see them in a couple of days. And it's, it's just cool. Like, so they've become a tribe or I've become a member of that tribe. And it doesn't matter what the tribe is, right? So it could be CrossFit. It could be people who collect baseball cards. It could be people who are into Star Wars. It could be sewing groups, yoga, MMA, animal rights. It doesn't matter what it is. Just identify a tribe that you feel good about and that you want to be a part of. Because I don't think it, there's ever a time where we want to stop making 
new friends. Now, the people at CrossFit for me are very similar to the people at football for me in the football league I play in, in that, you know, they don't really know any of my family other than my daughters when they've come into class or, or, you know, when my daughters come to my football games, but I love them. You know, and if anybody called me and said, Hey, I need your help with something. If it was somebody, you know, if it was Jeff or Katie or Blake or Eric from CrossFit or who, you know, Chris or whoever, I'd totally help them anytime. Happy to love to, you know, cause they're good people. They're really good people. And I'm honored and lucky to be part of that tribe and honored and lucky to be part of that group and consider them friends. And, and it, the funny thing is, is a year ago, you know, I didn't know any of these people. And now I genuinely look forward to seeing them when I go to CrossFit. And this, uh, so I think this is really important for you as well as 2016 is like being able to make some new friends and find a new tribe or find a tribe that you really resonate with that you can be a part of, I think is really, really key. The other thing is, all right, so let's keep going on this. Um, another thing to do in 2016 is to stop giving a fuck about what other people think about you. Just stop. It's just not worth the time. And I'm going to introduce you to the 33% rule. So look, 33% of the people in the world are going to love you no matter what. They are just going to be fans of you no matter what. You could be out there on the street throwing cups of blood as, at cars as they drive by and people are going to love you no matter what, right? Your mom, you know, your close friends from high school, they're just going to think you're the shit no matter what you do. And then 33% of the people in the world aren't going to like you at all. They are going to think you're the biggest goofball, biggest idiot, you know, whatever, no matter what you do, they're just not going to dig you. They're not going to be into you. Um, you're not going to be somebody that they are going to want to hang out with at all. Right. <clears throat> and then you've got that middle 33 and those are the 30, 33% that either don't know you or haven't made up their mind yet. Right. So those people are probably the, the most interesting in the group because they don't know how they feel about you yet. Right. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, you still have that first 33% that love you. So just worry about them. So stop giving a fuck about what other people think because some, because 33% of them, you're never going to change their opinion. I can go out in the front of my office all day long and tell people how awesome I am. And 33% of people are going to think I'm the biggest loudmouth, you know, goofball Patriots fan from Boston. And I'm not going to change their opinion. I'm just not, it's just not going to happen. I'm like, so it's not, it's not, it's not worth even bother trying. So stop giving a fuck about what other people think. Believe me, your life will just go smoother. You'll be happier. You'll have less stress. Just way easier when you don't care what, what anyone thinks. Care about the, the really close people to you. Like, so I, it's not like I don't care about what people think. Like the people who are close to me, like my daughters and my wife and my very close friends, but everyone else, I really don't. So I would recommend that highly. It's very liberating. Okay, next thing, 2016, make a commitment to drink more water. I know, that one's not, ba you know, that one's pretty basic, not super unconventional, but I throw it in there anyway. One thing that helps me drink a lot more water, and I'm gonna drink some right now, is to have really good water bottles. And <clears throat> the water bottles that I use are called Hydro Flask, and I've talked about them before. We'll put a link on the show notes. I love these guys. They're designed in Bend, which is a place that two of our uh, good friends, John and Jen Kopiak, moved to with their daughters, Lily and Alana. 
And they're just the best water bottles in the world. They, they keep hot stuff really hot and they keep cold stuff really freaking cold. So for me, for someone who's always lugging water, either, you know, to CrossFit, to football, to basketball, to work, to home, to wherever, <clears throat> they're awesome. I can't recommend them highly enough. They're very much like Dollar Shave Club in that I should probably call them and be like, Hey man, I've bought like, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth of your bottles. And I tell everybody about it them all time. You know, can you send me like a free sticker or something? That would be fantastic. But Hydro Flask water bottles, recommend them highly. They will allow you to drink more water because they just, you can just carry water with you everywhere. Um, Hydro Flask water bottles, love them. Okay, 2016, make your life epic. If you run your own business, read A Thousand Raving Fans by Kevin Kelly. I'll put the link in. It will change how you look at everything and it'll take you about 15 minutes to read. It's awesome. Next thing, get Amazon Prime if you do not have it already. Everything gets shipped to your house faster. They have great movies um, and a lot less hassle. So we just started watching Mozart in the Jungle, which is a, an Amazon Prime original, and it's fantastic. My friend Taj and Kathy, they watch uh, Transparency or Transparent, um, which is about a transgender guy. And they say, that's fantastic. So they've got a, a, lot, a lot of great programming on there. Um, plus, you get all your stuff faster. I ordered three bamboo undershirts, which are fantastic. And I ordered them on a Sunday and I actually got them Sunday night from Amazon because we had prime. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of big brother thing in there somewhere, but quite honestly, I don't care because it means if I can order something and have it eight hours later, I think that's pretty cool. So Amazon prime. Next thing, use the Calcuta calculator, Calcuta, C-A-L-C-U-T-A calculator. I'll put a link in you love it. Whether you use calculators on a regular basis or not, this one is just, it's just awesome. I'm actually not even going to say anything more about it. Just check it out. It's fantastic. Next thing, 2016, if you have not done this already, stop everything you're doing and read every book you can by Mark Haskell Smith. His books are insane. They're hysterically funny. They're heartwarming. They are, they'll just make you look at life in a different fashion. I've read all of them. Um, I will tell you that if you read any of them, um, just make sure you've got several hours where no one, you know, can bother you. The last book I read of his, his, which is called Baked about a guy who develops this amazing strain of marijuana, goes to the cannabis cup in Switzerland and then comes back and grows and becomes rich and gets shot and all this other stuff. Just, it's, it's hilarious, but I can tell you that I was actually reading it, um, on my way out the door, walking to my car. I read it in my car while I was driving to work, which I know that that's probably not safe, um, but it's that good. So read anything you can by Mark Haskell Smith. Let me know what you think, but I, I promise you if you do that, 2016 will be better just because of that. Next thing you do is to finish every single project that you do, every job that you do, every task that you do, finish it strong. So I think this is something we miss in our society is that we just don't finish well. A lot of people don't finish well. So I'm going to I'm going to challenge you to finish well this year, finish every job as strong as you possibly can. Next thing, get some task pants and bamboo shirts. So task, the brand is T-A-S-C, T-A-S-C. I have their pants on right now. I have one of their shirts on. It's all made out of bamboo fibers. Uh, my friend, Amy Johnson, turned me on to them. She's a rep for them. They're fantastic. I've never even heard of this company and they're like out of New Orleans or something, but awesome. And I have a bunch of their stuff now. I love it. Can't tell you, um, how awesome it is. And, and really, once you go from wearing, you know, just kind of normal clothes to wearing bamboo, 
shirts instead of cotton shirts, you'll never go back because they're just so comfortable and breathable and just, they feel awesome. All right. Next one is to drink Gemacha tea, green tea. So either switch to decaf instead of having your regular coffee uh, or try drinking some Gemacha, which is G-E-M space M-A-I space C-H-A. And it's green tea. You can go to Buddha teas. I'll put a link in and, and uh, stuff is great. My wife and kids think it smells like grass, but quite honestly, um, I love it. It's green tea. It's got like a little toasted rice in it. So fantastic. If you can drink more green tea this year rather than coffee, it's probably a good thing. Again, I'm not a health, <clears throat> I'm not a doctor, but I find that when I drink, when I drink green tea, I, uh, things just go better. So anyway, next one is to, and this is number 27, just in case any of you are counting. I want to say we've got about 10 more, 10, 15 more. Um, number 27 is to sleep naked. So whenever possible, sleep naked. You just get a better night of sleep. So you just get a better night of sleep when you sleep naked. So I'm not going to say any more than that. I'm just going to say that you just get a better night of sleep. So I'd highly recommend you sleep naked. Okay, next one is to not worry about looking stupid. So don't worry about looking stupid. Um, too many people in the world, <clears throat> my opinion, they're always trying to look cool. And I've fallen into this trap before. You know, you, you dress a certain way. You, you're just always trying to look cool. They post things on Facebook um, of their food that they're about to eat. They post things about their kids, like when they're like smiling and happy. And they don't they don't show the pictures, you know, five seconds before that when the kid's like throwing a rock through a window. But people are always trying to look cool. So don't be afraid to look stupid. Don't worry about looking stupid. And as a perfect case in point right now, I have a goatee and I look like an idiot. So I look horrible in a goatee. And I just had one. I did it as a goofball, just kind of as a goof the other night because it was New Year's Eve. And my daughter was like, you know, kind of asked me about it. So I, I have a goatee. But I'm telling you, it looks ridiculously stupid. I'm not a guy who should have any facial hair. It just looks, I look like a, uh, a Spaniard, uh, like bullfighting criminal, but not in a good way. I think is the way I would say it. A Spaniard, Filipino, scraggly, bearded criminal is what I would say I look like. And, 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 and like not even as cool as that. So um, I look stupid, but it doesn't bother me. So don't worry about looking stupid this year. You know, everybody looks stupid. It's not a big deal. Um, put yourself out there. It's fine. You know, this Halloween, I dressed in a full Elvis costume. And while, you know, I probably didn't look that great, you know, I still had a lot of fun. So anyway, don't worry about looking stupid. All right. Another thing. For networking, so this is goes back to your career thing. All of us on a regular basis probably have to go to networking events, whether they're chamber meetings or business functions or whatever it is. There's always networking, right? So to network effectively in 2016, you have to think about why are you at the event? And usually <clears throat> there's only three reasons you go to a networking event. Excuse me. There's two reasons. There's three reasons if you are single. The first thing you're there at a networking event is to get business, right? You're there to get business, whether you're in sales or whatever, or you're there to get noticed because you want people to see you or come up to you or talk to you or whatever. And then if you're single, you're there to get laid. Okay. That's why you're going to a networking event. It's the only reason you go to a networking event on a Wednesday you know, at some chamber thing when you're single, it's because you're hoping you're going to meet some gorgeous other person who thinks that you're fantastic. And, you know, it's going to start this great relationship. So know why you're going to the networking event 
and act accordingly. You know, if you're going there to get business, be prepared. If you're going there to get noticed, be prepared. If you're single and you're going there to get laid, be prepared. Don't have a goofy looking goatee. Be the first thing I would tell you. So network effectively in 2016. The next one is to find love or rekindle love. So I think, again, we're going from the shallow end of the pool now, or the shallow end of the pool before to the deeper end of the pool. Find love, rekindle love. So one of the things about love, you know, and again, I'm no expert, but I have been married, for thir- happily married for 13 years, and I've been with my wife for 15 years. The key to love, I think, is that you have to be open to it. You can't look for it. You got to be open to it. And it's just got to come to you. And you got to be able to love yourself first. And I think of like when I met my wife, again, a thousand years ago, I was definitely open to being in a relationship and opening to find love. And I really, the day I met her, I wasn't looking for it. I was walking my dog with a massive hangover. Um, and, but I was open to it, you know? And, and, and really at that point, I, was just, I felt pretty good about myself and who, who I was as a person, as a man. And I think those things lined up to bring the right person into my life. So I would tell you that, you know, so be open to love. Don't look for it and be sure that you're loving yourself first. So I'll talk more about that in a different podcast. That's a whole nother topic. But um, one thing to make 2016 epic is to find love or rekindle that love. All right. Next thing is if you are like me and you surf the internet and you're always looking for new things to read and you're a sports person or you're into and or you're into maybe a little bit more of a spiritual bent and life bent. The two things I highly recommend reading that you might not be reading are The Players' Tribune, which is all about professional athletes, but more from the personal side, less about the actual game stuff. Um, that's the first one. I read that, and it's just got cool stories, and they're written by athletes. And I read one recently about Larry Fitzgerald, who's the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. It's just a really cool, really, really cool thing. It's it's so different than the typical Sports Illustrated or ESPN piece where they just kind of talk about the game and they don't really get into personalities at all. Um, you can kind of get the game and the score information anywhere. But I would read Players Tribune. It's just awesome. Really, really cool. And then secondly, if you're kind of into more of a spiritual, uh, high vibe life bent, and you know you like my blog, uh, makelifeepic.com. How's that for a shameless plug? Makelifeepic.com. Shameless plug here. Um, I would also read Elephant Journal. Waylon Lewis, really cool writer. He has a lot of guest posters on there. I'd like to be a guest poster on there someday. I probably should email him too. But I read all of his stuff, recommend it a lot. Really, really just good stuff. I mean, you could, I, I think you could literally get by on reading Elephant Journal and Players Tribune every day for a month and your life would probably actually be better, especially if you re- didn't read anything else. So I'll put links to both of them on there. But Players Tribune and Elephant Journal, highly, highly recommend them. Okay, 2016, Make Life Epic. We are still rolling, and if you can believe it, I haven't had any coffee at all today. I've had a protein smoothie, and I'm drinking water. That's it. That being said, 2016, whether you are a – well, if you're listening to me, you're probably not a huge drinker. I'm assuming that. I'm assuming you're not someone who drinks like you know 10 beers a day. But drink intelligently in 2016. So what I mean by that is there's really only two rules of drinking in my opinion. Three rules. One, never drive drunk. Never even come close to driving drunk. Number two, always be nice. If you can't be nice when you're drinking, then you shouldn't drink and never understand 
people who they drink and they get mean or they get angry. I'm like, well, why would you do that then? Like, there's no reason to do it if you're going to do all that. And I know that there's a thousand other reasons why people do it. But anyway, but more important, you know, the, the, plenty of people will talk about those first two things. Here's what I think you should do. To drink intelligently in 2016, never get drunker than your boss. Never get drunker than your best client. Never get drunker than your top investor. Just don't do it. Never, ever, ever be drunker than those people. Okay. Now that doesn't matter where you work or what you do. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, like me and you've got investors or whatever, it's just don't ever get as drunk as they are. Just not a good idea. Okay. So drink smart in 2016. You make your life better because the worst thing you can do, and I've done this before, is to get drunker than somebody else. And then next day wake up and go, holy shit, what did I tell them? And then know that they weren't even that drunk. And so they're going to remember everything that you said. That is not a good place to be. So drink intelligently. All right. Next one. Listen to a lot more music. So I think this is one that is interesting because I think all of us kind of get into our little rhythms and we, you know, maybe listen to music in the car and we listen to music at work a little bit, but you know, but what I'm going to challenge you to do is to listen to music and hear, and hear the lyrics, you know, hear the lyrics and really listen to the lyrics of some modern day poets, like, and, and, and listen to music at different times. So like last night, uh, I was really sore. So I took from working out. So I took a uh, Epsom salt bath and I like, I put on Stevie wonder and I was reading a book and it's just like, I just sat there listening to Stevie wonder and it was fantastic. I think, I think that actually might be my advice is to listen to more Stevie Wonder in 2016. Your life will be better if you listen to more Stevie Wonder. I think Stevie Wonder, Incubus, Tupac, The Lovebirds, which is a local band in San Diego. I'm going to put a link to their stuff. They're fantastic. Um, listen to those four groups in, or those five groups in 2016. Your life will be better. Stevie Wonder, Tupac, The Lovebirds, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Incubus. Now, I realize that music is a very subjective thing, but I'm telling you, those are the five that I would suggest in 2016, especially the Lovebirds. Lovebirds are great. We're actually friends with them. They're a great group, uh, two women, and they just, they just their lyrics are just fantastic. I love them. They're always really sweet and nice to our kids when they see them. So I love you guys. All right. <clears throat> now, next one is to, is all about service. So help a nonprofit with strategy. So you can find nonprofits all around you. And so I'm on the board of a couple of nonprofits. I've worked with a lot of nonprofits in my life. Uh, I've been on the board of several and you can look them up on GuideStar. I'll put a link in the show notes and you can find one and offer to help. Now, so there's two ways to help a non or three ways to help a nonprofit. You can give money. That's the easy way. You can show up and volunteer. That's, that's, that's probably the hardest way. Or you can help them and volunteer your expertise and give them strategy. And really, of the nonprofits I've ever worked with, that's probably the thing that they need the most. They need, uh, nonprofits are usually so focused on raising money that uh, they have a hard time kind of figuring out what the strategy of the business is or what the strategy of the nonprofit is because they spend most of their time talking about how they raise money. So one thing you can do is if you've got a certain level of business acumen or uh, uh, strategic expertise is to help them with their strategy and offer to say, Hey, look, I'll sit on the board with you. Or I'll be on advisory committee. You do a couple of meetings and you really provide some value that way just by showing them how intelligent you are. Plus it's a good way to <clears throat> open 
uh, open yourself to new networks and new people um, in your area. So help a nonprofit this year. Will you? Come on. It's 2016. Let's do it. All right. Another thing to do in 2016, make your life more epic. Two books to read. One, read The Power of Full Engagement, and then read Focus, The Hidden Driver of Excellence. Basically, what these two books come down to is, is that what you focus on, the more you're able to focus, the more you're able to fully engage, and the more successful and effective you'll be. So, and here's another thing, and please say this with me in 2016, I'm not going to focus on being efficient. I don't care about being efficient. Efficiency sucks. Who cares? Focus on being effective. Effective is the key. Being effective is the key, not efficiency. It's all because if you're super efficient at uh, climbing a ladder and painting houses, well, that's great, except what if you're painting the wrong house? Okay, so you want to effectively do this. God, that's a horrible example. I'm going to come up with a better example because that one's really bad. But anyway, read those two books, Powerful Engagement and then Focus, The Hidden Driver of Excellence. All right, 2016, we're getting towards the end of the list here. Use social media the right way, okay? So there's tons and tons and tons of social media out there, right? People are always complaining about it. Oh, I spent all my time on Facebook. Oh, I wasted all my time. Da, 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 da. But that's true, but there are effective ways to use it. <clears throat> so here's how I use it. Here's how I use it. Here's how I, I suggest you use it. For Twitter, Twitter is great to research stuff and to find news real time. So you heard the ground shake a minute ago? Search on Twitter. Encinitas ground shake, San Diego ground shake, and 50 responses will show up. Oh, we had a 3.4 earthquake or whatever it is. Okay. It's a great place to get real time news. Use Instagram. I use Instagram for motivation and dreaming. I like, I follow, you know, motivational quotes and blogs. And again, I'm a product of the 80s. So, you know, Rocky movies and, and point break and motivational quotes. I'm all about it, man. I love that stuff. <clears throat> So use Instagram for that. Use that for dreaming, searching for vacations or who you want to be and that sort of thing. If you look at our Instagram, uh, our Instagram or my Instagram feed is, is a lot about that. So it's a lot about motivational quotes and that sort of thing. But my motivational quotes will come from like Deepak and Tupac and Nas and Public Enemy. And it's not, not the traditional ones from like, you know, Abraham Lincoln or Winston Churchill or whatever. I mean, everyone does those. Um, I try to do some different ones. But anyway, so use Instagram for motivation and dream. For Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is great to show off about, you know, show off what you're about to eat. Like, hey, man, here's the sandwich I'm about to eat. Fantastic. It's also a great way to keep up with people who, um, you know, you haven't seen in 20 years in high school, but today's their birthday. So you send them a nice little birthday thing. It's a great way to keep up on, and see what's going on in your world around you with your circle of friends. One interesting thing about Facebook <clears throat> Very interesting thing about Facebook. People are always uh, complaining about Facebook. And I think it's interesting because when your friend's on there, sometimes you'll find that you have a lot more in common with people uh, than you would have thought. So I've got this friend who in college, uh, his name is Toby, Toby Jackson. I love him. And in college, like we were in the same circle of friends, but he was kind of like a long haired rocker guy. And, you know, I was, you know, a not, I was into like hip hop and I was on the cross team. So even though we were in the same circle of friends, you know, him and I never hung out, never really, uh, you know, we just see each other parties, whatever. And I really liked the guy, but I mean, I didn't know anything about him. And now we're Facebook friends and he's funny as shit. And we share like basically the same political beliefs, the same sense of humor, 
the same kind of outlook on life. And it's just really cool. Like I would have never known that about him. Uh, same thing with Jeff Rosanini. Like, you know, like I would have never known that about those two guys from college because how we all were and interacted in college is so different now. And now I see what they post on Facebook and I'm like, God damn, man, like, I totally agree with that. And like, so it's, it's really interesting. So Facebook can actually help you get closer, bring you to bring you closer to someone you wouldn't, you know, maybe thought of as being too close. Um, all right. Enough about that. Pinterest. Use Pinterest for recipes and do-it-yourself instructions. I think that's what Pinterest is for. Uh, there's also, it seems to be a lot of pictures of women in yoga pants on Pinterest, from what I can guess from uh, from what I've seen. Uh, there's a lot of cat pictures as well. I don't know why either one of those two things are important, but I don't know if you're into that stuff, then there you go. Fashion stuff is on there as well. So Pinterest, I think recipes and do-it-yourself instructions, that's what Pinterest is for. LinkedIn. Uh, does anyone use this anymore? I don't, I, I, I have a profile on there and I get a request a day from somebody who wants to be my LinkedIn buddy, but, um, I couldn't tell you what to do with LinkedIn cause I don't ever use it. And I don't, I haven't looked at it since the NBA finals, which was in March. So couldn't tell you how to do it. Okay. So the next thing to do, we only have a couple left is to feng shui your office. Okay. So whether it's your office or your house, get into feng shui. I know feng shui might be a little bit of, you know, a little woo woo for some of you guys. Um, but I'll tell you, I have done this at both my offices and my house and has made a huge, huge difference. And my very good friend, Kathleen McCandless wrote a book about feng shui. It actually was a New York times bestseller in the topic. And it's, um, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. She's fantastic. She's come to our house. She's come to my office. And, and I can tell you, you know, I would never believe in this stuff unless it actually worked. But I can tell you in my office, when we moved some things around, money started flowing in, things started going smoother. And I don't know how it works. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. I can just tell you that um, it does work. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just know that it does. So I'll put Kathleen's book in there as well. Okay. A few more. Do a three-word exercise for the year. So come up with your three words for the year. So what three words do you want to be the mantra for year, for your year? So I actually got this idea from Chris Brogan. I'll put the link in, um, who does this every year. I started doing it a couple of years ago. And so, uh, a couple of years ago, my three words were build, believe and grind. So I was all about building a business, uh, building the business, believing in myself and believing in the business and then grind that just working hard. So working really hard. So think of your three words. I'm still trying to come up with my three words for 2016, but think of your three words so you really can encapsulate what your year is all about, okay? And really, what is it? What are the three words that encapsulate your year? Okay, next one, 2016, make your life epic, is to quantify all of your relationships. Okay, so I want you to think about every relationship in your life. So not your kids or your or your wife, or your husband per se, but everybody else, right? So your friends and your family. And this is a yes or no question. Is this relationship healthy and positive? So if the answer is yes, then concentrate on that relationship, give love to that relationship, and contribute to that relationship. If the answer is no, then you should either segment that relationship and keep that relationship at arm's length, or you should cut it off because people are either a healthy influence and a positive influence in your life, or they're not. 
Nobody is neutral. Okay. Nobody is. And I firmly, firmly believe this. I don't think that, I think people are either positive in your world or they're negative. That's it. No one is neutral. Okay. The guy selling me a pack of gum at 7-Eleven is not neutral. He's either contributing to my life or he's not. And the checkout counter person at Whole Foods is either contributing to my life or he's, or, or they're not. Perfect, perfect example of this is there's a Whole Foods across the street from our office. I go there probably once a day during the week. It's where I get lunch and snacks and whatever else. And there is a guy who works in there and he's got one of those, like he's an older dude. He's got one of those soul patch, soul patch thingies. And he's always riding his bike on his break around our office area. And he yells at other cars and he, he yells at, he was yelling at this like 80 year old woman the other day. And I had to come out and, and, you know, tell her that it was okay or whatever. She was freaking out. And so like, I don't know this guy. I don't know his name. I don't know anything about him, but in my life, he's a negative influence. So I stay away from him. So when I'm going, when I have all my stuff at Whole Foods and I'm going to check out, if it's only his checkout stand and someone else's checkout stand and his is wide open and there's a five person wait for the other person's stand, I go wait with the other five people in the other person's checkout stand. Because that dude has a negative influence on my life and I want to keep him at arm's length as much as possible. So I really do believe this. I think that quantifying all of your relationships is really, really key. The more you're able to do this and realize like, wow, these people are really contributing to my life. So I want to spend more time with them or they're a positive influence on my life. I want to spend more time with them. You should. And if they're a negative, you should stay with them. Okay. The very last thing is to... 2016 is to really be cool with who you are and enjoy the ride. Okay. This is going to be an amazing year. And I thank you for listening. And I think that it's so, so important that when you're comfortable in your own skin and you're cool with who you are and you're cool with your strengths, you're cool with your faults, the things that make you unique, your own DNA, when you're cool with who you are, then you can really enjoy the ride and the ride's going to be bumpy right? Like it's not going to be easy. Nothing is ever really that easy, but it's going to be awesome. There are parts that are going to be awesome. There are going to be parts of this year that are just going to suck. Um, you're going to have fantastic days and you're going to have shitty days. That's just kind of how life rolls, right? But I think the more that you can be cool with who you are, the more you'll be able to enjoy the ride and you'll really make 2016 awesome. So I really thank you for listening. You can check out the blog at makelifeepic.com. If you like this, um, it would be great if you could do a review on iTunes and put a quick review in there. I uh, really would appreciate that. And I really do thank you for listening. And I will talk to you. I will talk to you soon. Have a great New Year's. Thanks for checking out the Make Life Epic podcast. Check us out online at makelifeepic.com. And I hope you have a fantastic day. I look forward to talking to you soon.